Welcome to Just Life, where we share our life experiences and lessons to make your life easier. We are on a mission to become the best versions of ourselves, and if you're trying to do the same, you're in the right place. Let's talk about life. Welcome back to Just Life, the podcast where we talk about Just Life. I'm here with Cicely Porter, and today we have a very intriguing topic. Very intriguing, and we've been talking about this topic since, like, the beginning of the podcast, so I'm very excited to talk about it. It hasn't been the best morning. We've been kind of rough, to be honest. Yeah, I got a busted lip. <laughs> I, I spill syrup all over my pants. <laughs> like, I just can't get over this morning. I only slept, like, three or four hours. Like, man, I'm tripping right now, man. And I look like trash. Like, if you see me right now, bro, I'm bummy. It's just one of those days. It's been two dreary days, rainy, cloudy. I feel like everyone's just kind of in that mood feel that but like I like days like this I like the weather for real like I just love fall and this that fall Mm kind of weather Mm -hmm. and man when I woke up this morning well barely woke up because barely got any sleep when I got up this morning I'm thinking man this should be fine today and then I like spill syrup on me and then accidentally bust my lip on some headphones (laughs) dang cool but on a good note, we have a whole new system for recording podcasts, so I hope this sounds uh, more clear, more professional. Got to let us know. Indeed. And I like the feeling. I feel like a real podcaster right now. So yeah. And doing? I, I like the vibes. Yeah. But uh, let's just get right into this topic. Well, my point of view with comparison. First of all, what is comparison in general? I think with people, it's just legitimately just comparing yourself across the board to that person like they have something you don't and you have something they don't mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. for me it was always since I was an athlete you're an athlete too I think you understand this physical attributes is a huge thing like some people are just genetically gifted you know like people who make it to be professional athletes it is not just hard work some of that is genetics that you just can't get yeah like I'm 5'8 I'm like me making the NBA less than one percent chance honestly for sure yeah and uh i feel like human nature it's normal for us to compare ourselves to others we are constantly doing it um looks physicality all kinds of stuff and i really feel like it holds us back what about you i think it holds us back to an extent too i think it holds you back if you can't master getting over the fact that you do it like if you obsess over the fact that somebody has something you don't, and you can't accept that you're flawed or accept that maybe you can add something from that person that they have, you know? Like, especially when it's personality. The biggest reason I developed, like, a personality, honestly, was, like, from watching the people around me and taking what they had and putting it to myself, you know? Like, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't take from other people. And I think that's a general thing. Yeah, you, you become the people you surround yourself. You always hear that quote, like, your five friends are going to affect your personality, and that's so true. You need to surround yourself with positive individuals, people who actually love and care about you, because it makes a huge difference. Indeed, and that the comparison thing can just make you very insecure, mm-hmm. you know? Like, people tell you you should always you should try to always be like the dumbest person in the room. And I think that's bad advice because it puts you in a state of perpetual insecurity and not believing in yourself. I think you should just be around people who are good for you and you can learn something from without necessarily feeling lesser than, you know? Like, I'm not saying all everybody's friends are equal to each other. That's not 
how it is actually there are hierarchies but like you have to you have to attempt to find people that are on your level and be friends with them even if the level has levels to it you know there are people at the higher end there are people at the lower end but y'all have a constant understanding of each other you know what i mean the thing with comparison too is it's your opinion or your own view of that person so your view of that person may not even be the way they view themselves you're kind of just creating that vision in your head and then comparing yourself to that vision. Well, what do they say? Perception is reality to so many people. Like, I've met some incredibly insecure people. I am, I can be an incredibly insecure person, for one. Like, I guess an example is like, I didn't want to talk at first, like in class, because I thought I would sound stupid or something. And then I talk and then people are like, you're so smart or like oh you have like good ideas and I'm like I didn't think that but I mean I guess since you thought it I guess you're right you know I think everyone has like certain insecurities too like it could be like the simplest little things and people just have their own insecurities because that's like how they are as a person what would you say your biggest insecurity is and like where do you think it comes from uh I think my biggest insecurity would be either like body um I feel like every girl is a yeah. little bit insecure about their body, but I, I feel pretty healthy with my body now. It's more of like through middle school. Um, another insecurity is that um, I'm not doing enough. Like, you know, you know me. Yeah, I know. So. If you know Cicely, you know, she got, she'll have like a million things going on and then still be like, but I still have free time. Like, and she doesn't want free time or something. Like, I, I feel like it's FOMO. I just learned what FOMO stood for like last week. Do you know really? what it stands for? Yeah, fear of missing out. Yeah, I just found that out. Like, I've been hearing around, like, FOMO, no more FOMO. I'm like, what is FOMO? Sicily, we legit have a conversation about FOMO, though, and we just didn't say FOMO. I know, but I, I just put it together. Like, I just came to that realization. Okay. I, I get that. But I think for, for women, body insecurity is very big because of the comparison definitely i know a lot of girls who compare their body parts to other girls even though every woman's body is different like every woman isn't going to have the same body type or body shape and like what your fit body is might be different from what somebody else's fit body is you know yeah like people obsess over certain like especially fitness ig model types they obsess over how they look and don't realize that what they have is partly genetic, too. It's and, not just like they worked hard for that. And girls, and, and boys, but I would say mostly girls grow up looking at these perfect models on magazines and on now social media, and they're like, wow, they're perfect, because you don't know that that picture is totally edited. It's so fake. Like, you can't even probably notice the original from that, but we don't know that. And uh, I met, I forgot to mention one of my insecurities. Um, I was on my scars. Because my scars don't look like a normal scar. I have mm -hmm. keloid scars. Mm -hmm. um, so I have had people come up, mostly little kids, and be like, ew, what's on your knees? Or oh, why does your scar look like that? And I was, like, really insecure about it at first. But I've grown to, like, appreciate my scars and, like, love them. So that's, like, really uh, a thing I try to push. Uh, I think the modeling industry should focus more on body positivity, positivity with scars and like stretch mark and like natural stuff that people cannot control. Well, good luck with that because they do <laughs> not care about those things for real. Like, the they'll put like a slightly plus size person on like a magazine cover, but then like 
99% of models are still thin, tall, white girls. So mm -hmm. that's just how it is. I, I actually gave uh, my speech at Miss Indiana State Pageant was about how the modeling industry needs to normalize scars. It's, I mean, it's fair. And I get it because you have scar skin and somebody else doesn't. I, I feel like everyone has scars. We, yours are different, though. I know. Yeah. Like, there's just more... How do I say this? There's more openness to you about it, where it's like most people will cover theirs up. You're mm -hmm. okay with the fact that you have yours out. But you know I, I've I mean? had to grow that way because yeah. I, I mean, I wore pants for a straight year, even when it was like 90 degrees outside, because yes. I didn't want to show my scars. And Cicely's wearing shorts today, and it's like 60 <laughs> degrees. You see the growth, man. You see the growth. But I guess to pivot a little bit, not not even just to pivot. I think you were talking about like pretty much women compare themselves to these perfect people all the time. I think the man equivalent to that is comparing yourself to the millionaire entrepreneur. Like mm. thinking that you have to make an abundant amount of money to have some kind of success. And it's a real thing, because like my biggest fear, mostly, because I've been told by women specifically this, is like the biggest insult is you have nothing, you know? A girl will get mad at you and that's what she'll say, you have nothing. There are a few other things she'll say, but that's a big one, like, you don't have anything. And you know, being 21 years old, of course I don't have anything, like, I'm trying to find my way. But that's like a really big insecurity for me, like being a failure, you know? Like, yeah, the fear of failing, no, that, yes. that is honestly like my biggest motivation and my biggest downfall at the same time, because like, I succeed because of my fear of failure, but mm -hmm. I don't wanna put too much pressure on myself because when you try to reach that perfection, you are going to fail. Yeah, it's, it's a paradox, you know? Like, mm -hmm. if you constantly focus on it wait, like way too much, you end up failing anyway. Yeah. Because most of the time you get paralyzed from the fear of failure. Mm -hmm. And I think comparison just does that to you because of the fact that you understand that your motivation isn't always internal. And there's nothing wrong with external motivation. It's just that you need to control it. Mm -hmm. You cannot let it run rampant. You can't let it control everything. A lot of things you do, they need to come from inside. They need to be things that you want to do. And the external world can influence you, but it should influence everything you do. So, I heard this quote the other day, and it was like, your biggest regret is going to be not doing things because you care about what others think and comparing yourself to other people's successes and not doing what you were meant to do. And that's, that's real. That's super real. Like, it's hard, man. It's hard for anybody out here, whatever age, because... You're constantly comparing yourself to somebody out there, mm -hmm. you know? Like, being 21 years old, or uh, Cicely turns 21 tomorrow, actually. Shout out. <laughs> but Buy me a shot, MLS to sleep order. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> being this age, it can be hard to not compare yourself to people because of the implications. Like, when you go online and you see, like, 19-year-old millionaire, 21-year-old uh, with his own business. Uh, mm -hmm. Or... In another sense, you see, like, 21-year-old in, like, a five-year relationship yeah. like, with the love of their life going on trips, and they on the beach taking, like, vacation pictures. You're just sitting there like, why don't I have that, you know? like. I think the college is so such a weird age. We talked about this a little bit in our social media podcast, but everyone is at these different levels of our lives. Like, some people our age are having kids and getting married. Some of us are in college. Some of us are out partying. Like, it's just such a weird age. It is a weird age because you, sometimes you have a friend who's a, just a straight bum, mm -hmm. and then you have that friend who's, like, 
a godsend. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing everything. Mm-hmm. Like that, I see that paradigm with you. Even it's like you're that friend for me. It's like you're doing everything. Like legitimately, I don't think I have any bum friends for real. But I see the difference for like okay, you compared to like Caleb, and there's nothing wrong with Caleb. But shout out Caleb actually. But like. You know, what, what me and Caleb do is just, I mean, go to school, we podcast, and we try but, to figure out what the fuck goes on. It is okay, that, but, like, like totally. we, at, at a certain point, we all kind of want to do what you do, you know? Like, we want to, like, be involved, and we want to, like, have, like, sort of a path and have so much time set out for something that, like, that's all we do. Because it's rewarding. Yeah. Because I, I can see it's rewarding for you. Like, I can see how happy, even though you complain about it sometimes, <laughs> I can see how happy it makes you to be involved and yeah. to actually do these things. So, it's like, you know, on one hand, there's nothing wrong with what I do, what Caleb do, what a lot of other people I know do. They're like, there's a certain, there's something inside of me that's like, man, I wish I had that kind of motivation. I wish I mm-hmm. had that kind of drive because mm-hmm. I just don't, you know? Well, I'm glad that like, I motivate you, but like I think that's totally fine to look up to people and like be inspired. It's just like you can't compare yourself. Like, oh, they have a job, I don't have a job yet. Oh, they have that internship, I have applied to a bunch and I haven't gotten one. Like, that's where you start falling into the rabbit hole. That's true, but it's hard not to do that just yes. because it's like they have what I want. Mm-hmm. You know? No, like, for sure. It's your ego. That's as simple as that actually i've been talking about this a lot in my personal life like ego just rules over you in every aspect and comparison is no different the reason you even compare yourself is because of your ego you want to see if you stack up against people and if you have some kind of advantage or disadvantage and how you manage that you can either let your ego manage that or you can take conscious control Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is sometimes we have these habits of doing things without really thinking about them you know we just let our brain take over instead of controlling our own mind. And when I say ego, I'm talking about like that side of you that tries to protect you from the world. You know, that side of you that's like telling you, like you're inferior at this and you're good at this. It's like the honest part of you that's like, yeah, and sometimes it can lie to you even to protect you. And with comparison, sometimes you compare yourself to a lesser person because that makes you feel secure because when you're against a person who has something over you, it makes you feel down about yourself. So, like, an example is, like, an average girl will be friends with five ugly chicks so she can look better. <laughs> yeah. You just need that boost. Or a smart person will be friends with dumb people so he can always, like, correct them. The you ego know? boost. Yeah, you need the ego boost, but you can't always have that. Sometimes you need to have the self-awareness to know it's not worth it. I think it's important to have, like, the opposite of ego boost. Kind of, like, get, like, it's, like, put in your place, and then you have to, like, prove yourself facts that's true like being humble that's yes, what you're talking humble. about that's that's true though you do need to be humble sometimes because you're not always the best you're not always like great you make mistakes you yeah. need to be not even humble humanized human yeah because you're not perfect like sicily isn't perfect i'm not perfect and we both know this no, if, nobody really knows this the first time we record our podcast sicily's sitting here trying to plan out like everything we say and i'm like sicily turn the mic on and let's just talk like we normally do. Like, what are we doing? And that's just an example of how we can help each other out in those mm-hmm. situations. Because I've seen her, like, just with her perfectionism, just sitting there, like, we have to do it this way. And I'm like... With the script. Yeah, I'm like, it's a podcast. <laughs> now we, like we a, don't even we, plan it. We literally just show up and yeah, we just talk word like, vomit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we talk like we always do. Like, yeah. This could be a conversation we have off the record. Yeah. And 
I think that helping, like comparison, is a thing that you need to get help from other people with. Say that you're insecure. Don't hide it, you know, because somebody else might also be insecure. Be vulnerable. I, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, there might be something I'm insecure about, and then Sicily's like, well, or that Sicily might make me insecure about, for example. But then there also might be something I do that makes Sicily insecure. You know, like, we can help each other, and we can help each other find solutions to it. So don't be afraid to reach out and tell people, like, you know, I really appreciate this about you, and I wish I had that. Mm -hmm. Because they can be like, well, I wish I had something that you had, too. And they're like, you shouldn't just take that personal, you know? like, like You have example. to lift people up yeah. when they succeed. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or when they fail, sometimes you have to, like, pat them on the back. You can't put them farther down deep in the dirt. Like, Help them up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Come up, pat them on the back, tell them it's going to be okay. We make mistakes, we mess up, you know? Yeah. Sometimes we do need that tough love, and we need to be told we suck. Sometimes we also need to be told, man, you cool, like, you okay, you gonna be okay. So yeah, comparison is, it's hard, man. I think it, it's intertwined so much with competition, and I think as athletes, it's hard to get away from that, because I'm not an athlete anymore, but I've ruined opportunities to have friendships with people because of competition, which is directly just comparison, like, legitimately. I was literally just thinking, I was like, the other part of comparison is competition. Because, like, you are always competing, always feeling the need to compete against people, when in reality, you don't. You just need to go on your own path and stay in your lane. Yeah. I've messed up, like, essentially just not forming relationships with people because they weren't on my team, you know? Like, you're not on my team. I don't care about you. Like, I'm competing against you. I don't like you. Mm -hmm. It's just automatic. Like, mm -hmm. you're my rival. Like, a few people I played against in high school, I'm like, man, I could have been really cool with them. I'm like, wow. Like, um... Brennan Newman, who goes to Valpo, like, I think he's a great example of that for me just because I played against him for five years straight pretty much since, like, seventh grade. And I feel like I could have fostered a friendship with someone like him, but instead I put that label of rival there, and then I made it personal just because, like, I want what you have. Like, I want your offers. Like, I wish I had your athleticism. Mm -hmm. I wish I had your height. And then I played with that chip on my shoulder, and it motivated me. But it also did something that it shouldn't have, and it just made me be more closed off towards him in general. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, I was still cool with him, but it was like, in a situation like that where you're, you play against somebody so much, I feel like you automatically become friends or cool because of the, the way competition bonds you to someone. The fact that you, like, fight with them constantly makes you, like, friends almost. Like, you have stories without even really knowing each other's personal lives. Mm -hmm. And when you cut that relationship off, it's like, you don't get the opportunity to find that person that that probably is just like you. Like, just, just as competitive, just as driven, just as motivated. And they could be good for you. We can't put that competition aside, you know? Exactly. And nobody knows who Brennan, Brennan Newman is. He's a Division One basketball player, goes to Purdue University, went to Valparaiso High School. Like, he's a really good player. He was always a good player. And I took pride in playing against him. There's a few, few other players I can name that are just like that. Whether it was like I wanted what they had or I felt I was better than them and I had to show them I was better than them. So it's just the, it's the pride, you know, that competition yeah. dr like drives you forward and it makes you just want to only focus on you and your team, you know. And it can be hard to separate that sometimes. And I think it's really hard when we're talking about competition because jealousy plays a huge role. Like you're like, why do they have so many offers? I don't have any why do they have that new job? I, I do more work than them, you know. You have to acknowledge your jealousy and your envy and 
accept it and then congratulate them for succeeding. I yeah. think that's the only way to do it. It is hard, man. Like, I was so upset that, okay, when I finished high school basketball, I had zero offers. And that hurt me so bad because I knew I was better than people who had offers. And it made it incredibly difficult for me to cope with that until I had to sit there and be like, well, this is my journey and it's not theirs. And they have theirs and they're good for them. But man, it just, it put an extra chip on my shoulder, which I did need, but at the same time, it can like isolate you from people. It can make it harder for you to connect with people. So you do have to always separate your journey from somebody else's because they're not the same. So, I mean, yeah, you, you get the gist of it though. Being, a, being an athlete for so long, it was hard for me to turn my brain off like that because my whole worldview was that, like competing with everyone and everything. And I'm still like that to an extent where it's like, I want to be the best, you know? I want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to make the best points. I want to, you know, like, I can't help myself sometimes. I just get caught up in it. I think girls have like this competition with each other that I don't even know like if people really acknowledge it, but I feel like girls are so competitive in everything. Like, oh, I have to have the best style. I have to have the best makeup. I have to have blah, blah, blah. It's unsaid. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not talked about at all. I know exactly what you mean. Cause girls will get like catty even about this kind of thing. Like they'll get very, I don't even know if possessive is the word, but like they get very in tune with that and they hold on to that mm -hmm. really badly. You know, like they just like, I need to be the best or the top girl, you know? Like for example, I don't know how guys are, but if a girl wears the same like outfit as you, like it is the weirdest feeling. Like you just feel like angry. Cause you're like, I had this outfit first. Like, why do you have this outfit? Why are you copying me? And like, do you guys feel that way, or is that just a girl thing? I don't think guys care that much. I figured, honestly. yeah. Like, with guys, the competition is more about girls. Mm -hmm. So, if a girl comes in a room, because I'm not like this personally. If a girl comes in a room, I am still the same person. I will still tell the same terrible jokes, and still, I'll probably make fun of her, just like I make fun of everybody else, you know? Like, I just don't care. But certain guys just change up. Mm -hmm. like, it'll be fine. Oh, girls do that, too, and though. a girl walks in the room, and it's like, Oh, now I gotta act like I'm, you know, that guy. Y'all be sitting around having a good time, and this is probably a bad example, but like, <laughs> there are memes and stuff like this on Twitter, basically, where it's like, there's two black guys and they're just hanging out, and then an attractive black woman walk in the room, and one of the black guys looks at him and was like, "Hey, bro, remember when I like, uh, when I like robbed somebody? <laughs> like, <laughs> say something like that, because there's this assumption that." criminal behavior is attractive to black women. And like that's a very common thing. People like flex pretty much about things. You, I see the perplexed <laughs> look on your face. I, I, I'm just I laughing. Because uh, girls do the same thing. Like I'm just thinking of examples. Like even girls like will change up their voice to like sound higher pitched or like, you know, like make sure their makeup's done perfect. And it's just funny how and people then, act. Yeah, and I get it. It's because we all want to be wanted. Mm -hmm. And with the like competition of that, and wanting to feel wanted. Everybody wants to be like the top dog all the time, you know? That obsession with being the best is an issue because everybody can't be the best. For girls, some girls are just not gonna be the most beautiful, period. And you have to be okay with that. Like, everybody can't be a 10, and that's okay. For guys, the same way, but it's more about material things or the way you talk. Like, you might not be the funniest guy, you might not be the tallest guy, you might not be the most attractive guy, and what that can lead to is 
maybe some girls don't want to talk to you, but you have to take what you can get, you know? It's not settling. Sometimes you just have to stay in your lane and understand your role in the world. You cannot always be the top dog. Like, and I think that goes back to comparison. Like, you're comparing yourself to other people you see and, like, you want that life and that girl and you're like, no, like, you have to accept your life and do what you are called to do. Exactly. Like, I, I, I want to say two years ago at this point, I had this obsession with my looks. Like, oh, I want to be a 10. Oh, I want to be a 10. I just, oh, I want to look the best. I want girls to compliment me. I want girls to want me. Yada, yada, yada. And that just caused me such stress because I will never be a 10, okay? Like, to a girl, like, to girls, I just won't be that. And that's okay, you know? Like, I realized, like, there's more to me than being attractive. Like, mm-hmm. I, I give a lot more to the world than that, you know? I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like, they just are too focused on their looks, and then people don't realize, like, you're going to be old someday. Like, your looks are going to fade. You have to have other things than just looks. So, with all these things we talk about with comparison and competition, what is the best advice you have for someone going through the insecurity of always comparing themselves to someone else? So what I talked about earlier, like it's normal to be jealous or have envy for someone, but acknowledge it, accept it, and then congratulate them. Because I promise you like that's going to ease your envy and you're going to be inspired at that point to do what you want, like need to do. Mm. Oh, that's powerful for real. Like being able to just get over yourself pretty mm-hmm. much, okay? I guess I would say work on yourself, you know? If you feel inadequate, maybe you are. Sometimes we are just inadequate and we need something to push us. Sometimes that's comparison, period, you know? We have to get over the fact that we're not perfect and we never will be. When you strive for something, don't strive for perfection. What you need to strive for is something that's good enough for you. And that might sound like you're settling or something, but settling isn't a bad thing necessarily. We all want perfection, but we all can't have it. So we have to settle for what we can get. And the work you put in says that about you, you know? If you put in the work, maybe you will get to a certain point of success. But if you're not willing to, you have to live with the results. And that's life. So yes, sometimes the comparison and feeling insecure is because you're inadequate and you need to work. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Comparison might be holding you back. Like you just need to put aside what everyone else is doing and just focus on what you are doing to better yourself and to obtain the life that you want. Exactly. And once you do that, you put those pieces together, you can live a life that's fulfilling for you. And you don't have to constantly compare yourself to other people to get the ego boost you need. You can get that boost from within yourself and having that self-confidence that only comes from working on yourself and seeing results. So this has been just life.